What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hi, Tim. Hello, Kevin. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Welcome to the best we're going to do this year for Star Wars and Scotch and GCX. Still going to be great, Kevin. No, don't be sad. It's fine. We get to still get to, get to hang out and drink apple juice and talk about Star Wars because we'd be doing the exact same thing at the Rogen Shingle Creek Resort and Hotel in Orlando, Florida. Damn, that was... Your- that was- Make sure to book your tickets over at GCXEvents.com. That was... <laughs> Did you practice that? No. No. That, that worked out really well, and I'm very proud of myself. <laughs> I felt like you practiced that. All right, Tim. I have to change scenes, but only you can tell me how. Kevin! Punch it! I never hear it, so I just have to go with it. You want me to be like the... <laughs> Feel like I'd, I'd be like whoa, you want like in hyperspace, epic music or something, or what are you looking for? I can try and make it happen in the future. Oh, I want okay, all right, hear me out. Okay, I want smoke machines in my studio. So we, when you say punch it, it goes. We won't be in your studio forever, though. We will eventually be sitting next to each other. Okay, so next oh. time we're together, I want to have smoke machines. Hopefully. We could buy a smoke machine for Rare Shop. I don't see the, the downside with, of that. With like with lasers? It was like, Kevin, punch it. Welcome to Star Wars and Apple Juice, everybody. It's the show where Tim and I talk about Star Wars and we drink apple juice. Yes, apple juice. If don't by mind some the if if you're if you're coming to this for the first time, because we're on the GCX channel tonight, normally we're live at this time on the Rare Drop channel. If you don't know who Rare Drop is, Rare Drop is who runs GCX. Tim and I are two fourths of the ownership of of rare drop if you just wanted to go down that that wild ride with us um so yeah if you do want to search for more episodes like let's say you have a really good time and it's fun and you it's cool you will want to search star wars and scotch but we'll make it easy for you just go to raredrop.co tonight and even in the future if you're listening to this or watching this on youtube uh gcx.com slash donate and you can just add to that total of the six million plus six million seventy four thousand five hundred thirty eight dollars and fifty one cents that we have raised for St. Jude Children's Research Hospital this year. So if sounds you, really good when you say that. I know. That's why I read it as a full number. It was nicer. So if you want to just continue that, Tim will be reading your donations as long as Alex sent him the URL. Uh, and Tim will read your donations. Uh, and we have no problem interrupting the show tonight to read donations. So if you want to just. Add some icing onto that cake for the next hour or so. Feel free. We would love to. Uh, we would love to see more donos in the DMs. 
Cool. I got it. All right, I got it. So yeah, Tim and I do this every week. Uh, we basically take all the Star Wars news going on in the universe. We always talk about the fact that we want to bring in a topic at some point, but every week the old topics from Legends or whatever that we want to do gets completely un Star Wars related. Did you see that Jake Gyllenhaal is going to star in a Neutron movie? Yes, I did. Yes, I I heard that rumor a couple weeks ago. Was there actually news? Yeah, there is news. As of it's exciting. five hours ago, and on this one website, it even says this He's... news broke on August 11th, which means they're on the other side of the world, breaking news oh. in the future. Oh, So that's cool. But I got some stuff for you. Tim has read one of the articles. We'll save that one for a little bit later, because I know he's I'm excited dying, for that one. Dying to discuss that, but we're going to kick off tonight's discussion. Oh, Jared Leto. I keep confusing Jake Gyllenhaal and Jared Leto today. Just today. One of the that's characters probably... in Horizon Zero Dawn looks like Jared Leto. And I said, he looks like Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's, everyone's like, no, he looks like Jared Leto. And I was like, you're right. And then here I am. I did it again. I'm going to so drink. Is it Jake Gyllenhaal or is it Jared Leto? Jared Leto is in the Neutron. Okay. Jared Leto, the guy who played Joker in. Yes. Jordan That's Catalano what? from My So-Called Life. Yeah, you're too young for that one. Uh, just going to sip some of this delicious apple juice from the state. Kevin, of, you're not that much older than I am, okay? The great state of Tennessee. <laughs> some oh I oh I was having some Tennessee apple juice the other day. Were you now? I was. It was from Chattanooga. Chattanooga. I've been looking at like taking a vacation in the mountains of Tennessee at some point, and I found some really nice places. I would love to vacation on Alderaan, but sadly here we are. Yeah, if only we lived like two thousand years ago in the old Republic or something, then we could <laughs> we could have went to Alderaan. <gasps> I uh, I got, got the, for us, Kevin? I got to the chapter in the Ahsoka book uh, with um, Bail Organa. Yes. Which is so it's such a cool tie-in and like tiny little yes. Leia playing in his office and whatnot. It's really good. Yeah. I liked it. I liked it a lot. It was a cool tie-in. Uh, this comes from Screen Rant. One of the two articles from Screen Rant. By the way, Screen Rant has been pulling out stuff from all sorts of canon material and making articles about it. Think like the way Paul Tassi, the frequency at which Paul Tassi writes articles about Destiny, but this guy writes them about canon Star Wars stuff. Oh, and Paul Tassi writes two or three times a week, or sorry, a day. Exactly. So oh. you may want to, uh, Thomas Bacon is the one guy, and Liam McGuire is the other guy. So feel huh. free to, uh, to to check that out. This one oh. is, uh, the fate of Darth Vader's Inquisitor is confirmed. Star oh. Wars has introduced, it's a question mark, has introduced the Inquisitors, the sworn Jedi hunters who served Darth Vader. But why did they never hunt Luke Skywalker? Yeah, why? Darth Vader wasn't the Emperor's only enforcer, but what happened to his Inquisitors? This week, Star Wars number five saw Luke Skywalker finally learn the truth about Order 66. He discovered Ooh. what a survivor of Order 66 named Verla, who seems to have abandoned the light side of the Force given her aggression use, aggressive use of the mind probe. But she also clued Luke in on something else he didn't know about, the Inquisitors. These were a group of dark Force users formed by the Emperor to continue Order 66, hunting down potential Jedi across the galaxy. They became Darth Vader's sworn servants, and they've been featured in a wealth of different tie-in comics and even games. But Luke's lesson in Star Wars number five raises an intriguing question. Just what happened to the Inquisitors? Darth Vader spared no expense in his hunt for Luke Skywalker, so you'd expect him to have sent his Inquisitors on the hunt for him. For all that's uh, the case, though, there's no evidence Luke ever crossed their paths. There's a simple reason for this. Jedi hunters don't tend to live in to enjoy their old age, just like the Witchers don't die in their beds theory. Uh... Not even in a time when Jedi are rare. And because the Empire had wiped out most of the adult Force users, there were a few potential recruits, meaning the Inquisitors soon wound up effectively extinct. Although there is evidence Darth Vader kidnapped children, potentially as future Inquisitors, these would take years to grow into adults. The Empire presumably fell before that happened, so here's everything you need to know about the Inquisitors and the fate that befell each one. And then it goes down the line, second sister, fifth brother, well, sixth yeah, brother. Yeah, but hold on. But they, had, but they had the Inquisitor, like, base... That we saw in Jedi Fallen Order. Right. And they were using that to make new Inquisitors. Oh, but we just, oh, but we blew it up. Yep. Oh, we blew that, oh, we blew it up. Remember Darth Vader with the fire and 
the water and the, yeah. Oh, we blew it up. And so once the inquisitors were all killed and most of the named ones in this article are killed in ways we know. Yeah, like cuz we saw it happen in Rebels or in a video game. So or... essentially there's the theory could be is that Cal Kestis destroyed the line of inquisitors and Vader was kidnapping children to restart it, but by the time he could get going the empire fell. I like that so much. I knew you would. <laughs> That's so good. That's a perfect way to close that loop off is they literally use the video. Oh, they use the video game. Yep. Ah, that's so cool. Yep. Oh, I love video game storytelling, man. That's so smart. Yeah. Yeah. So that would, that would be it. We, uh, we are responsible one, technically. And it's one of those little details that like no one would really care about. Like when you, when you watch rebels and you see, you see the grand inquisitor, like he dies and you know, like the sisters and brothers are dead. Like you're just like, Oh, whatever. But you don't really think about it. Like you just assume like that was it. But when you really do think about it, like, why would those only be the only Inquisitors? Why wouldn't he have a legion of them? Did we ever see another Grand Inquisitor after the one that died in Rose? No, after, no, when he died, he, that was it. Which, and, that one always, that one always confused me, because what, because, oh, no, we had talked about maybe Moff Gideon being, well, we just talked about him being yeah, a potential a Inquisitor. Ago. So does that mean that, no, no, well, no, that wouldn't work. Unless he was an Inquisitor and then... You no, know, we talked about this the other, the, the other week. He would have to be an Inquisitor and then become a Moth. Yeah, it'd be weird. Never yeah, mind. Yeah, you didn't, you didn't like the fact that he could be I both. No, I didn't like that. Yeah. So, but I remember that question came up a couple times about Moth Gideon being an Inquisitor. But this would um, make more sense as to why, you know, as through Rebels, the few Inquisitors that die, like, they're not replaced. Right. Because there was already, like, you didn't, they didn't have enough. Right. But, mm, yeah, and there's and, only so many force sensitives that they could probably turn, and probably the ones that didn't turn that were too strong-willed, they just killed. Which you could take it a step further, which is why in Clone Wars, he wanted Palpatine wanted the map of all the force sensitive children in the universe, and then again he tried to get it in Jedi Fallen Order. Yep. Which question from playing that because my oldest daughter's playing through it is that the same map? No, it's just another map. Okay. Because one is a holocron. No, they're both holocrons, aren't they? They're both holoc. Uh, yes, yes. So we're sure yeah, it's not it, the yes. same holocron. I don't or, think. I don't think it's the same holocron. No. Do you think the information? I forget the name of the Jedi Master in Fallen Order. That, I, yeah, I know you're talking about the guy from Stargate. Um, do you think he got the information from the other holocron, or what's the um, fate of the holocron in Clone Wars? Because I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's been. It's been a hot minute. Let's see. Uh, Jedi, Holocron. Clone Wars? Um, elderly female Jedi holds a Jedi Holocron. Keep talking, Kevin. I'm going to find out. No, I'm just curious. How many? Yep, Alex is saying second. there's multiple, so I'm curious how many Holocrons. Yeah, no, there's, yeah, there's the not just. Well, that was the whole point of the library too, Kevin. You have to remember, like there was a bunch of different Holocrons that they that all that held all different types of information. Um. Yeah, the one that Cad Bane ran off with. I'm trying to figure out. They get that one back though, don't they? I think they do. Yeah. I'm looking. Also, Cad yeah, like, Bane scares my son. He doesn't like him. I love Cad Bane. I do, too. and I would love for him to show up in Mandalorian season two so badly. He'd be very old. He would be very old, but we don't know how his race ages. Can look it up right now. Could you imagine? I still, I swear, I still think that Cad Bane shows up. That's who the who is the boots with the spurs. It's Cad Bane. I have bad, bad news for you. He's not dead. Corey, he okay, go ahead. I don't think he's dead. Okay. Is he dead? They're saying people, think, people think that he's dead, but I don't think he's dead. Unless he dies somewhere in a comic book, because like he just he doesn't die. He he doesn't he fly off in in in, in Clone Wars. Uh, lifespan of Duros. He's a Duros, by the way. Uh, the lifespan of a Duros. Biology and appearance. No, that's uh. I don't think Cad Bane's dead. 
Oh, wow. That's a crazy looking Duros. Uh, they live roughly the same age as humans, Tim. Dang it. Yeah, it's a seven, uh, 70 to 90 so, years here. Uh, he would be so old because he was already old. Man, but that would be so cool, Kevin. Like, it just makes sense. Who else would have boots and spurs in on Tatooine? Well, I have more good news from you. Go on. What is it? From multiple sources, nothing confirmed. And these are not necessarily sources that have been right about everything. So I say this with tons of caution and take this how you will. But there's rumors floating around the rumor mill that uh, What's-His-Face has been asked to play Thrawn in Mandalorian. And no. possibly... Shut up. Possibly... Lars Mikkelsen, right? Possibly... Uh, uh, isn't Lars his brother? No, in Mad Mikkelsen. Yeah, Lars Mikkelsen. Yes, Lars correct. is the brother. That's the one. I always forget. <laughs> um, possibly in, in film, t uh, like other media... Dude, could you imagine? No. Oh, but he just like they like his. He is I Thrawn. Feel like, I feel like they modeled him like they made Thrawn's model after Lars, and so for him just to be blue faced, like it would just it would be perfect. I Clean feel shaven, blue face paint. Holy crap! Thrawn had a look in Legends, and they slightly altered it to fit Lars Mikkelsen's facial structure in yeah. rebels not enough that it would ever bother me that like oh that's not admiral thrawn versus like oh he could totally be admiral thrawn oh my gosh kevin lars mickelson he already plays thrawn alex and rebels so technically chillian murphy ooh, he would be good but it wouldn't be thrawn no it needs oh my gosh it's the voice dude it's everything about him that's just perfection yeah oh like that would make so much sense why wouldn't he do it i don't know like oh i don't see i don't see a reason for him not to oh i'm so excited he's got so that hate. would be that would have to be season three then yeah because season two is already done they're, they they're reference in the in the rumors they reference specifically mandalorian in the future but then they also say in other star wars media Oh, it's going to be so good. So again, this is more credence, and this also leads to, you know, this is a quick one from Variety. They announced today that Cassian Andor Disney Plus series has cast Adria Arjona. Uh, we don't know. Is the same who. actor from, is the same actor from uh, Rogue One going to be Cassian? Yes, Diego Luna and Alan Tiddick okay. are coming back. Okay, good. I was like, that's going to be so weird if it's not them. No, Diego Luna and Alan Tiddick are coming back to play uh, their I respective just, I, characters. I still have a hard time thinking that his story is going to be compelling enough to be like a fun, like going to be worth filling in any type of Star Wars gap other than it's just going to be a Star Wars show. They need to go deep into like the spy side of like him oh, getting yes, into the Imperial like Army and stuff. And, yeah. and all that stuff. Like, they need to go deep into the underworld, the underbelly. They need to make this Star Wars 1313, basically. Like, that's what they yeah. need to do. They need to take this show and show us the side of Star Wars that they've never shown before, the crime, the, you know, all of it. All of right. it. The, we need huts in this show. Like, if you don't have huts in this show, I'll be disappointed. Because if Ooh. you're doing anything illegal and you're not involving huts in your illegal oh. activity, you're doing it wrong. Yeah, or like, or like you know, stuff with with uh, with Maul and the and the Black Sun. Yeah, I'm sure they'll yeah, cross I paths. See that. I think they'll yeah. cross paths. Um, that could have also been why Ray Park was asked to come back and play Darth Maul. Oh, true. Was for that show too. Hmm. So we'll see. But more further proof that they're really padding out the fact that they want to do a a television Star Wars universe through animated and live action that makes me so happy versus doing what mcu did because they tried that and then star wars fans like no it's not how we like to consume our shit so, yeah i think honestly i think shows are better for star wars um i think so too like marvel animated my son watches it and a lot of it's just cheesy and not good yeah but now as i'm doing my mc what you watch through and reporting back to you after every movie i'm like oh this is good i wish dc did this Chat, um, he watched uh, Iron Man 3. I told him, I was like, text me after you're done. I want to know your thoughts. I was just so disappointed. Because, like, I know who Mandarin is from the comics. and Right. 
to see like the waste of Ben Kingsley used the way he was. He's like a phenomenal world renowned. He's a sir. He was knighted by the mm-hmm. queen. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you got to be pretty good at acting. Yeah. And as funny as the scene was, because it's very funny, doing that to Mandarin was like, and then the, the dude at the end was like, I've been Mandarin all along. It's like, yeah, we already knew that, but you're not nearly as exciting yeah. as the idea of Mandarin before. Um, which my chat was saying today, like they think Mandarin's still out there, oh, the actual, yeah, version. So with the ten rings and all that stuff. But uh, the last scene was cool. Anyway, back to Star Wars. So yeah, the television universe is the way forward because Star Wars can lean on what they do good, which is animation. Yep, they can make animated series to support things. They can do things in animation they can't do in live action, but they right. can also bring them together and marry them like they did with the lightsaber fight between Ahsoka and Darth Maul in oh. season seven of Clone Wars. So good. So, um, I mean, yeah, like some of my favorite lightsaber fights are animated. They're not even live action. Like, obviously, Duel of the Fates is probably the best one ever. Yes. But second to that would be the rematch of Maul versus Obi-Wan because it's so impactfully at short. So well done. Ahsoka versus Vader and Ahsoka versus um, Darth Maul. I'm sure you've seen this, but have you seen the re- the reshoot of uh obi-wan versus vader in the darth or on the, oh yeah uh, yeah 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 on the on the death star it's so interesting it's um, so cool how they like they took bits and pieces from the original movie and then of course like they they did their own like stuff and then kind of meshed it together but um i always i always get tagged in that in that video every, every couple of months it'll pop up and everyone's like have you seen this i'm like yeah 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 it's pretty popular how much do but, you um, hate the explanation when someone tries to explain away the original fight? Oh, uh, and they're just like, why they were fighting the way they're doing? Because they were fighting with their minds. Their minds. Not with the lightsabers. Like, shut up. <laughs> they were. Shut up. No, no. It's because it's because Lucas didn't know what, like what how to choreograph anything when he first started. He also didn't have like a bajillion dollar budget. Yeah, he to didn't go have higher. a crazy budget. And the guy who the who is the body actor for Darth Vader was was uh, professionally trained in uh, fencing. fencing. So they laid on. So they they relied on him to kind of just like take the reins for uh, for that fight scene because uh, they didn't know what they were doing, and that's how we ended up with what we got. Ahsoka is allegedly going to be Rosario Dawson, Alex. Allegedly, All right. I I don't see why she wouldn't be. I don't either. But. I don't either. Um, more news. Uh, Stories of Light and Dark audiobook, which is a Clone Wars audiobook, is coming. Uh, and they're doing it in a theatrical audiobook using actors and actresses from the show. Oh. So that's the one thing that I really love about the Star Wars audiobooks is that they will do sound effects and stuff in them. It really makes you feel more immersed in the story. Yes. Um, like, you, you've noticed, like, yep. when speeder bikes go off or blasters happen or a lightsaber turns on, like, they really just, like, and they don't do it all of the time but it's enough to like they, they'll do like background noise like ambient sound like winds blowing crickets chirping just kind of just like to set the mood and the tone um and that's just like that's a really fun way for me to consume that type of of medium is is to you know is to do an audiobook instead of like just reading a normal paper uh book right yeah no and I, so so I what agree. so what is it so what is going to so what is the difference between the normal star wars audiobook and a theatrical audiobook is it going to be literally like everyone has like each character is going to be tied to an actor who is going to have their own voice attached to it. And then will they also have like, like, is it literally going to be a movie with like at the old radio shows that they did? Like, I think so. Cause there's one, like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten voice actors listed in this. Holy this crap. That's thing. a lot of, that's a lot. Yeah. I think that's the way audiobooks are heading, especially in like fantasy settings like this, because well, it's probably also now with COVID, it's probably a little bit more entertaining. And you can't like when movies aren't coming out as often. You could do it with audiobooks, probably yep. a little bit easier. One could just do it from the house. Yep. And listening to an audiobook is still very engaging because I'm getting other stuff done, like making breakfast and doing stuff, and yep. I'm still tied into the story and not having to stare at a TV screen. So it's it's been good, and I'm enjoying the Ahsoka book. I can't wait to get to more books now. Um, that way, I do miss like sitting down and reading, but straight up, I don't have time. Exactly. So this is this has been a wonderful. Or if you just want to sit down and just. Look at the backyard and not think about turning a page, or you literally just close your eyes and just focus on it. It's great. Uh, Tim, 
Vader yes, Immortal is coming to PlayStation VR. Uh, so the stuff that I already have on my computer? Yep. So more people nope. can enjoy it. And there's been some updates to it. I still um, apparently play. they added uh, they added a double double bladed lightsaber, and there's more stuff to do in the dojo. Apparently, um, which is I mean cool, but I, like I want to see like more story additions. Um, that that entire thing would actually play into the stuff that we want to talk about later with Vader. Um, kind of like this, like it folk it that entire story arc though uh, one. One, two, and three, the three-parter was all about Vader trying to figure out how to bring Padme back to life. And so he goes on this quest, and you, you eventually learn about the quest of Vader doing what he's doing, like, in the comic books uh, right now. is like, learning more about Padme and trying to figure out, like, what he can do outside of the normal force that he was taught by his Jedi Masters or by uh, by the Emperor and he's trying to go deeper into the force. And so it's it's really good. That was a good segue, Tim. I like what you did there. To, Kevin, I'm really on point today. To the article, uh, also from Screen Rant, uh, Darth Vader visits Padme's Naboo tomb and faces... Seb? Is that you say your name? <laughs> I'm there. Seb, yeah, I think. Seb? Uh, nice. So uh, this, is, this is spoilers from Darth Vader number four for, on Marvel. So if you're like, I can't know, get out. This is your warning. Darth Vader's quest to find out what happened to his long-lost son and who caused the death of Padme has led him to her burial site. So at this point in the comics, too, he doesn't even know he has a daughter. Because no. it's not till... Is it Empire? Empire. Uh, Ish, yeah. So you have a sister. Is that Empire? Empire. Empire. That, no, that's... no. That's, so that line is from Return of the Jedi. Says, oh, a sister. So you have a sister. Yes. Obi-Wan tried to hide her from In retrospect, me. when I told Audrey that we were having a baby, I totally should have, like, just showed her the sonogram <laughs> and been like, so you have a sister. <laughs> I told her that, and she was like, Dad, you really screwed that one up. And I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a failure. Um, Darth Vader's on a quest on Naboo to find out how his former wife, Queen Padme Amidala, had died. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, okay, him. so that whole part right there, I absolutely hate. I just, I hate everything about that entire sequence of events. She goes to Mustafar. She's heartbroken. Annie, fo uh, he force chokes her. And then, uh, like, that's, like, he's the last person who had his hands on her. And then he believes that it's Obi-Wan who killed her? If I remember correctly... Yes, because she, doesn't he get her? In, how does she get into the ship? Doesn't Obi Wan takes her into the ship? Yeah. So he does he see that? He has to. Okay. That entire so, thing just blows my mind. I don't understand that storytelling. So That's there's, why. There's a few things going on there. One, he's not going to take the blame for it because it was the one thing that he wanted was to keep her alive. So he's going to let he. I mean, he's been through a lot at this point. He's going to live in denial on that one. Two. Mm. Hate it. Two, it almost gives him another reason to hate Obi Wan. I guess. I guess if he just believes the lie, I mean, I don't know, dude. I hate it. Uh, so I'm not a big fan of it. I mean, I'm I'm more always annoyed of like that she just quote. I think it was the novel version. A Revenge of the Sith that says like she lost the will to live or something. No, that's what the no, that's what the robot says. Like Obi Wan's like, what's wrong with her? And the robot goes, it seems that she's lost the will to live. Oh yeah, it is the robot. It's I think like, it what? says something in the novel though to like back that up even further. If I remember correctly, Ooh, when I researched this like twenty years ago. Ooh, um, Chad, don't do that to your wife when she's in labor. I'm not having any more kids, so I can't get in trouble for it again. But don't do that to your wife while she's in labor, okay? Oh Bad gosh. idea. It doesn't calm them down. That robot was f***ing lying. Just don't do that to your wife while she's in labor. I warn you. Um, oh, my gosh. Ooh, repeat after me, Danielle. Ooh, ooh, um, so who kept him from his son, Luke Skywalker. The journey already proved difficult with Sabe, his uh, Padme's double, orchestrating a revenge plot to kill him, and it's not getting any easier for the Sith Lord. 
Darth Vader's journey to Naboo to get answers on Padme and Luke led him directly to Queen Amidala's double sabe. She tells him that he can get more answers via uh, previously lost video recordings, and the pair, along with her security team, head to an underwater Gungan base. That's when Sabe's actual plan is revealed as her revenge plot to kill Darth Vader sprung into motion as she activates a button that sends a massive fish capable of swallowing the entire base whole with all of them inside. So she's literally like, she'd rather kill herself and take him yeah, down too. How crazy is that? It shows you how terrible he was. Yeah, uh, she's nuts. It appears Darth Vader and Sabe will get out of the deadly trap in one piece as previews for Darth Vader number four show the Sith Lord making a visit to Padme's tomb. Uh, in a new preview for Darth Vader 4 by Greg Pak and a few other people, Darth Vader is out of the Gungan trap and is fighting Naboo citizens with death troopers by his <laughs> side. That dope. <laughs> I thought that was so dope. Yeah. The Sith Lord doesn't hold back, killing everyone in his way as he kills one soldier, he says, for Padme. Right. To which the dying man tells him for Anakin. I know. I was like, wait. <laughs> Once they clear out the attack, Darth and his troops end up at the queen at the queen's tomb. Um, as Darth Vader takes it all in, Sabe and her handmaidens show up ready to fight. Sabe tells him that she will not allow him to desecrate her grave. There's a picture of it in the article. Um, the handmaiden defending Padme's place of rest is honorable, but trying to stop Darth Vader will almost certainly be a losing battle for the group. Duh. Mm -hmm. Will Padme's tomb unlock any new secrets? Will her body even be buried there? Darth Vader will soon find out, but in order to do so, he might have to kill one person who most resembles Padme. That won't be easy. Tim... I think we should start downloading this on the app, the yeah. Marvel app, and I think we should keep up with this because this. I really want to keep up with this after after reading that excerpt. I'm just like, I need this in my life. This is thick lore, dude. Yeah. So very very much yes to doing like a weekly recap of of a comic book, whatever the flavor of the month is. Yeah. So I think I'm gonna add this because I have the. Um, the first five five of the Kylo Ren comic, I think I'm just gonna buy the Vader ones too. It's it's a write off, Tim. Yes, it is. Yes, Kevin. Because we can do that, chat. You can't. <laughs> well, I can. <laughs> if they start a, a show talking about Star Wars, they can. Oh, true. Okay. Yeah. You'd also need true. a business on but don't, top of don't, that. Don't but don't do that. I wouldn't do that. Just watch this don't one. Do that. Exactly. If you work really hard, you could maybe <laughs> one day be a guest on this show. <laughs> if you work really hard and just believe in yourself, oh, don't, wishes. don't listen to people that say that. Still work really hard, but don't listen to people that say that. There's a new ep excerpt from the new Thrawn Ascendancy Chaos Rising book that is coming out by oh, Timothy Zahn. Crap, I gotta read the, I gotta finish the other ones. Uh... So the excerpts in here, uh, I'm not going to read the whole excerpt. Uh, if you haven't read this and read the excerpt from the first chapter of the High Republic book, which is pushed back to January, and that sucks. But also with the way 2020 is going, it's terribly dragging on while going really fast at the same time. So we'll be yeah. in January before you know it. Yep. Um, but yeah, check that out. It's out there. Just Google it. Uh, I got it from StarWarsNewsNet.com. Uh, the, the excerpt's in there if you just want to take it straight from the article. Um, and it's cool. It's cool. It's cool. More Thrawn. It's cool. It's that, I think those are the, that's the series I'm going to do next on, um. Thrawn is really, really good. He's just a really fun character to get to know. And just, it all starts to make more sense. Like when you really start to see like just how he is as a person and like the way he thinks, it just, it's, it's just well-written. It's very, very enjoyable. And also just it helps bring his character more to life from Rebels. Like you start to see like why he behaves the way that he does. And um actually there's a there's a part in in Thrawn that actually mentions um some of the some of the rebels. So that was cool. Mm -hmm. We're gonna end good. the show uh with questions. Tonight we're gonna take questions from chat. We're not doing Slido. Normally when we do the show on our channel for Star Wars and Apple Juice, we uh We'll take questions through a link. You guys can submit them beforehand. Tonight, we're just going to pull them from chat. But before we do that, the Resistance Broadcast, which is the Star Wars podcast, brought up a very interesting topic this week on their show. And oh. they said, what could the inevitable Star Wars Episode 10 be about? Now, they discussed everything to, from when to what. And I figured I could bring that discussion here to piss everyone off and have a good time. 
Nice, good. Good, let the hate flow through you. Uh, the correct answer is not going to be... They should just redo the trilogy that they just did. Because they're not going to do that. Man, so let's be adults guy. and let's be realistic about this. What could episode 10 be about? Um, my guess is we won't see an episode 10 until Ray, like, Daisy Ridley gets older. Oh. Think about it. Yeah. No, you're right. So, uh, I would say probably in 2030 would be the earliest we would see episode 10 would be my guess. Oh. The absolute earliest. What do they just CGI her old? What? Pull a Tarkin on her? That was haunting what? the first time I saw that. I loved it. I thought it I was the most it, but I knew amazing he way to bring him alive. I know that man's dead. That's why it was haunting I him. I know. That was the best part for me personally. And even just seeing like young Carrie Fisher. I loved everything about that because that was so cool. It's so neat that we have the technology to essentially bring dead actors back to life and like all in love with them all over again. I mean, like we don't. Disney does. Yeah, right. <laughs> or just like, okay, but like. You know what I mean, Kevin! <laughs> I loved everything about it. I thought it was fantastic. Um, what I think it's going to be about, obviously the easy route is to say, like, she's rebuilding the Jedi Order and da-da-da. I want more of a exploration of her finding balance in the Force. Becoming um, gray. Since they won't use the word, but yeah. but I know. Going back to Fallen Order, you know, the three Zepho. Yep. I feel like that's, they're putting that foundation. I'm excited to learn about them. Way back there because they're, and if you notice light and dark are smaller and the, the balanced one is bigger mm. in the, in the, the, I don't know if it was a painting or a carving on the wall in the temple on uh, that first planet you go to. I can't remember what it's called. Um, but it's even, I mean, it's even like that when you look at the father, the so the son and the daughter, like yep. he is... He is like more important and like bigger than than those two. It's like there's definitely there's always been a bigger focus on a balanced force than it is on one side or the other. Well, it's fun to say things, Alex, like there won't be a Jedi order, but you have to. OK, put your business hat on. Eliminating the word Jedi from the Star Wars universe is never going to happen because mm -mm. it sells. So you'd have to rename it something else or change the way it works or. You know, they don't want to tell the same story for a third time, so they're going to have to kind of get original. But you can't eliminate the word Jedi because it equals dollars. Right. Um, and we, as we've learned with the movies versus the, the television shows versus animation versus comics and books, there's layers of Star Wars intelligence that you need to have to keep up with each. I'm not right. saying stupid people watch the movies, but I'm saying people that are less educated and as nerdy as us are going to see the movies more so than that are listening to the Ahsoka audiobook. Right. So I agree. You have to take that into consideration as well. What what do you think, Tim? Um I don't I have a hard time believing that they'll wait that long for a ten, a tenth movie. Um I like I, I if they're gonna like I honestly I don't believe there's going to be a tenth movie. I just they they said they're done with the Skywalker saga. And for them to then add on to this timeline, I just, I think that is silly. I think it because feels it, silly now, but in a decade, like I, I, I will be married I know, 10 years just, next year. And that is a long time. Tim. Sure. Yeah. No, trust me. I feel you on that, Kevin. Like Amy and I have been together for like over a decade. Like I get that it's, it's, it's forever, but at the same time, it's still, it's just like, there's so, I feel like they've just really just bled that dry. There's just, there's nothing left to talk about. And like, sure, you can continue making like new stories, but it, like the Skywalker saga revolves around a, a, a point, And the point has always been Palpatine. It's always been him. It's always been him and the Skywalker and Vader and Luke. And it's like, those have been like your main critical roles. And if those are gone, then you don't have, you don't have that timeline anymore. It's done. And so for them to, like, pick that back up and start somewhere, like, in the same timeline, but, like, down the road, then it's just another Star Wars story that's insignificant other than Rey is there. 
But if Ray is there, then that means that there has to be some type of tie-in to a character that you know and love from that timeline. And that's why I still think that High Republic, Old Republic, these new stories, like this is how they get away from that so that they have the ability to get, like, just tell whatever story they have without having to always fall back to the Emperor or to Vader or to Luke. Um, and so that's, that's just how I feel about it. Like I, I just want it to be laid to rest. I think we've, I think we've reached that point where that story is just, is just, has been told it's done. And like we and, and Daisy, Daisy running off with her, with her double bladed yellow lightsaber. Like that is just a story that I think you get to kind of make up in your own, in your own mind. Like it's just going to be one of those things where it's just, it, I, I really, really hope. And I, I really, really believe what they said when they said we're done with the skywalker saga and i think that's that is where it needs to end is at episode nine <laughs> someone so on twitch said uh ray will have to destroy yet another death star yeah like but and that's what it is like and that's really what it is is like like four like one two three four five six those those stories are great when you get into seven eight nine it's we've talked about this before it's it's you have to kind of like recapture those old fans while telling a new story, but it has to feel familiar for the old fans to kind of like re like recapture them. And it's just, you li we literally blew up the death star again. We lost a droid. We had to go find it. Like it's just, it's just the same story just packaged in it with a new wrapper. And it's just, that's what I feel like we'll just end up doing again. And, and I think that's like Lucas and, and Disney and Marvel, like they want to be able to break away from that mold and tell other things. So Devin and, safe. Devin and Facebook uh, asked an interesting question to reference that. So when I made the prediction of 2030, so independent story arcs until 2030, no. Look at this Look at this from a money standpoint. Star Wars has profited for years off of its universe building. Tim and I talk about all the time that Star Wars isn't necessarily the best stories, but is awesome stories that take place in probably one of the most interesting universes in all of fantasy anything. That includes Legends, that includes canon, that includes the whole kit and caboodle. Um, because without Legends, most of us wouldn't even be interested in what Disney was doing right now. Um, their play, and the reason they built the theme parks and a lot of the merchandise and media into a place where it was in a, in a timeline in Star Wars was to go back to the past and create the same kind of universe building with a history, but almost balance everything to a point where they can sell each item, each place in the universe as its own item. So we have the Skywalker Saga, which is the current era. We have the High Republic. We have the Old Republic and whatever else they can mix up in there and introduce villains and heroes and smugglers and basically the formula that works as far as a cast goes and tell new and interesting stories and link things to things that have already happened, like the the, the whole Exegol being uh, the Star Forge, things like that. That's what's going to keep people interested. That's what's going to keep people spending money. And that's what's, what's going to keep them being able to tell the stories live in the theme parks and things like that. Because it already happened, technically. Yep. You know, when Revan is finally introduced into Disney canon officially... And his mask gets put up in the store and everyone whines like, oh, it's just for merchandising. Well, yeah, but also like now like we've uncovered artifacts from whatever and you can now get Revan's mask at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. Yeah. Like they'll put a whole story behind the whole damn thing. And that's what Disney's in the business of doing. That's what they're going to try and do is go back to the past and pull from it because it's way more interesting. And if you look at the way other similar genres of storytelling look at the lord of the rings show on amazon they're going back to the second age look at harry potter the fantastic beast series is going to a prequel of harry potter like constantly yep. compare it to what other things are doing in industry people love to hear the history they love to hear where stuff came from they love to hear what happened first so that's what disney is doing no it's not star wars that works in reverse everything works in reverse because once you've told a solid story people want to know how you got to that circumstance and how you got to that place of events that's right. what good storytelling does it gets you interested in what happened before and what happens after obviously agreed anything else tim oh you done good kevin any other questions facebook chat and twitch chat for me and tim before we bid you adieu and 
Or Kevin and I? Any Anyone? Anyone? I mean, Star Wars fans complain about everything. We've established that numerous we have, times. We have definitely established the fact that Star Wars fans can just never, ever be happy. They're always miserable. They're literally the most miserable fan base and i think and, and i want to and i i want to say it's because they are so passionate about the thing that they love and i think that's i think that's where a lot of that comes from is because they hold it to such high expectations and it's not always delivered at to that level um for whatever reason you know whether it's because uh direction of art you know or, or how they they feel like the story needs to go it's just like it's, and it's like that with anything you know it's like that with video games or movies or tv shows like you're always going to uh, the sh- it's always going to go in a direction that you don't feel like is the best for that. And um, it is what it is. Jedi origin series would be interesting. So when Benioff and Weiss, who made Game of Thrones, were supposed to work on Star Wars, um, supposedly they were going to do the Their movie was going to be the origins of the Force. Oh, I would have. Oh, man. That was supposedly what they were going to work on. I think we will learn more about the origins of not necessarily the Force, but the Jedi and the Sith in Jedi Fallen Order's trilogy. Mm. Well, the question is, is when you bring the Ricotta into it, because the Ricotta used to be like, I don't want to say the first race, but the race that like gave the universe its technology and all that stuff and helped advance it, built the Starforge, all that. As now we've been introduced to the Zepho in Fallen Order. So... If the Ricotta are still canon, which there's hints to it being because Ricotta Prime as a planet is canon. God, I love Ricotta cheese. Uh, man, on some pasta with some red sauce. Oh, man. Yeah, good Ricotta cheese. Um, <laughs> so, so I, I, I don't remember this. So they're from they, they their story was told in the first nights of the uh, old Republic. It was. Oh man! Yeah. Wow, it's been. Well, That's the race with the it, with so. the weird eyes that go out, and they're like. They're the ones that built the Star Forge. They're the ones that uh, basically created all the problems that the Sith would later find and be like, "Ooh, this is fun," and and cause all sorts of issues. Yeah, they're in Swotor. Oh, too. oh, 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 oh! I yes, okay, I know. Yes. You fight Got them it. on on the I think it's Ricotta Prime, which is the last planet. You fight a lot of them, and they just scream at you the whole entire time. Like, uh, how much Kevin lore what? and info is info is available on Mace Windu? There's more in Legends than there is in Canon. Uh, go back and read the Legend stuff if you haven't, Justin. We talked about some of it on last week's show. Um, he's super interesting, and I hope they develop more of his story into the Canon stuff along the way. Another good place to learn not learn more about Mace Windu, but to see more of him, especially in action, is Clone Wars. He's a huge yes. character in Clone Wars. <laughs> These guys are terrifying. Oh, the Ricotta? Yeah, they're they're really they're they're nuts. They're nuts. The force is strong with us, according to Tim from Facebook. Not you, Tim, the other Tim. Also, Tim's birthday is on Friday, Chad. Just remember It that. is on Friday. Just remember that when you go to his his FB.gg slash darkness forty nine on Friday, wink. Wink, wink, wink. Um, Disney lost huge money on the last trilogy. No, they didn't. <laughs> they made so much money off of this trilogy. Yeah, no, they are. They are. They Lucas got the money. short end of the stick of this one, dude. I bet you he's just kicking himself in the butt. He looked like he was crying when he was cutting the ribbon at in California at at Galaxy's Edge. Like, damn, I f-ed up. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably sitting there like I could have made my own theme park. <laughs> Dude, he oh man. Like look at how much he he sold Star Wars for and how much money they've made off of it. It's funny cuz for what they oh. bought Marvel and Star Wars for, I forget somebody did the math and they're like like 20 times back on their investment or something insane in revenue, not profit obviously. That's a solid ROI. Oh god, they've they've made more. I mean, think how many people even if you hate Star Wars, you still have to go see the movie to make sure you hate it. Of course. Most and you definitely. have to see it in the theater. And then a lot of us, you know, we're like, maybe it was the first watch around. I don't know if I still hate it. And you go back and watch it a second time. You're like, yeah, I still hate it. But you just <laughs> watch the movie twice. <laughs> and then you're like, man, I wish they would go back to the old stuff. Man, I'm going to go take my kids to Galaxy's Edge and build a lightsaber to make myself feel better. I'm going to build a red one. And it just made more money on <laughs> you. 
And then think about how many people saw like Infinity War and all that stuff. Like, yep. think <laughs> so. you're not wrong. Yeah, it's uh, it's a profitable business. So weird seeing darkness on Twitch. Tim is on Twitch on the Rare Job channel every Monday and every Wednesday. Also, we're live on Facebook. So I did you can also catch me probably in Doctor Lupo streams a lot. Yep. You can also catch Tim outside. How about that? True. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys don't have any more questions because if you did, you would have asked them already. Fantastic. But we've talked about some fun stuff, though. Yeah, there's there's a lot going on. We'll be back next Monday on uh, twitch.tv slash raredrop and fb.gg slash raredropco, 7 p.m. Eastern for Star Wars and normally called Scotch. Tonight it's Star Wars and Apple Juice. Uh, you, charity and stuff. You can head over to raredrop.co and check out everything. There's more shows on the GCX channel through Thursday. Uh, basically, these are a lot of the panel ideas that we had for this year's GCX event, and we were unable to bring to you live for obvious COVID reasons. So we're doing our best to give you a digital show. Obviously, no charge, no nothing. The only thing we ask you to do, throw a couple bucks to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. We know Please you've already raised $6,074,565.51, but what's another couple of bucks? Can't True. Be, you're, be, you're inside. Can't be that. You ain't spending money on coffee, so. Can't be that well, we hope you're spending money on kingscoastcoffee.com. I mean, on King's Coast, you know what I meant, Chet. Yeah. It's much cheaper than Starbucks, and it's... Starburst must just... No, Starbursts oh. are delicious. It's must, much cheaper than Starbucks. Too much apple juice. And now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> now he's nervous. I was going to say not burnt was going to be my final <laughs> send off there. Tim, send us the hyperspace. Kevin, punch it! Chat, have a great one. Go check out timfb.gg slash darkness429. I am KMagic101 on Twitch, KevinXVision on Twitter, and as I said, we are RareDrop. Go check out everything we do on raredrop.co, podcast videos, streams, the whole nine yards, and we will see you next Monday. Chat, as always, may the force be with you. I said it this time. Woohoo! When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.